When it comes to having your home clean, you don't want just anyone doing it. You want the same cleaning team that provides a consistent higher standard of cleaning every time. Sounds like you need to call MadeRight of Duluth. MadeRight's cleaners are consistent, insured, bonded business owners that use the best practices and products on the market today, such as the patented EnviroShield Home Protection Disinfecting System. Life is short. Clean less. Call MadeRight of Duluth today and leave the cleaning to us. And hello and welcome to Strategic Insights Radio. This broadcast is being sponsored by Made Right of Duluth, and it's hosted by the CEO of Sterling Rose Consulting Corps, Vlad Ruse. Vlad is a serial entrepreneur who currently owns four companies, ranging from just under two years old to over seven years of age, with net revenues of $250,000 to over $5 million. And one of his companies, Sterling Rose Consulting Corps, recently won the Pinnacle Rising Star Small Business of the Year Award. Vlad, good morning. Good morning, Mike. So today I'm going to go into a second part of our series on understanding financial statements. Uh, previously, we talked about uh, understanding financial statements, what they are, which financial statements to look for, how to read an income statement and a balance sheet, and what information that tells you. In this show, we're going to go a little bit deeper into that and look at some key numbers and ratios and how to read them and apply them to your business. Because uh, I think it's very important for business owners not only to really understand what their financial statements are telling them, but also to really know how they can use it to benefit their business and make their business more successful. The first thing before we get into that, I wanted to really get into accounting systems and how these numbers are calculated. There is a standard system for reporting to the general public, which is called GAAP, which is Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. And that's the format that you see all of the big public companies use. And that's the format they're required to use by law to basically guarantee a uniform system that everybody can read and understand and, and be able to analyze. Now, this applies to companies reporting numbers to people to, to the general public. This doesn't apply to managerial or internal accounting, which really deals with understanding the metrics of your company and, and using those numbers to make strategic and tactical decisions. So again, we're, there, there's two types of numbers and you have to really understand where they come from. And small businesses especially have an issue with this because accountants don't always use the same terminology. They don't always classify things the same or things get misclassified. There's no audit there that really happens for small businesses because hiring an external firm to do an audit can be very costly. And most business owners don't know how to do audits themselves. And because there's no unified system, that really creates some issues. So you have to be careful to understand what those numbers are reflecting. So what what physical transactions or, or what event caused some certain numbers to appear on your income statement or balance sheet? And I think that's very important to really get a grasp on that. So that way, the numbers being created, the outputs 
are going to be something that you can use because if the inputs aren't good, the outputs aren't going to be useful either. So the numbers by themselves obviously don't tell you a whole lot. Now, if you have a loss, most people understand that a loss is bad. But at the same time, a loss doesn't always mean that it's necessarily that bad because there are special circumstances such as non-cash transactions like depreciation or loss or gain on the sale of an asset, which doesn't necessarily might show a loss on paper, but doesn't necessarily mean that overall your company is doing bad or is not doing great. So that's an important thing. And, and also a loss from one company or department can offset a gain from another, which subsequently uh, can decrease the amount of taxes you owe. So that's also one thing to keep in mind as well when you're looking at these numbers. Now, the main financial numbers, and you you hear these thrown around all the time, and you have they kind of split into different categories. Uh, the first category, you have your profitability ratios. And these show how profitable your company is being, and that's your gross margin, uh, which is basically the money left over after direct costs, such as cost of goods sold. So if you're selling a physical product, um, the money that you make on selling each, each individual item uh, or how much it costs you to produce that item. You have your operating margin looking at just your operating income divided by your sales and tells you how profitable your operations are being. Now, this is a tricky one because a lot of people don't really understand the difference between operating and non-operating. Uh, so it's not one that I usually like to dwell on too much. The net margin is the one that everybody understands and that's you know how much money's left over after all the expenses. And that's an important metric for a lot of companies because it really does show you how profitable you're being at the end of the day when everything's taken into account. Now, there's also on the balance sheet side, so these are all on, on the income side. On the balance sheet side, you have liquidity ratios and you have risk ratios. And both of these are things that banks look at. So your liquidity ratios, you have your current ratio and you have your quick ratio, which is basically shows your ability to pay off your, let's say your credit cards, your short-term loans, and just looking at being able to meet those liabilities. Because if you can't pay off your credit cards or short-term loans, you're going to have more problems coming your way. Um, your risk ratios is looking at the overall liabilities and debts. So looking at the, the debt ratio, looking at your debt to equity, Another important one that a lot of banks look at is your debt service coverage ratio. And that's really looking at your ability to pay back your loans. And the last one, uh, the, the last big group of financial ratios is your efficiency ratio. And that's your inventory turnover and your day sales outstanding. So your inventory turnover is how many times in one year do you sell your inventory? So if you have a store and you have $50,000 of inventory, if your yearly sales are 200000 that means you sold four times your inventory. And your day sales outstanding is how, how long does it take you to get the money from your customers? So if you invoice somebody today, in how many days can you get? And for some industries, it can be 60. For some, it could be 90 because that's the terms of their invoice. So it's not necessarily you know, invoice today, get your money today or tomorrow. It's just, well, you know, if your invoice is 90 days, Make sure you get your money in 90 days and not 120 days. The importance of these to small business is really going to be looking at it from seeing, you know, seeing how you can apply these to small business. So your net margin is really showing, again, 
what your profitability is. So that's an important thing to always look into because if at the end of the day you you're not making more you know, you're not making money then obviously you know, it's not something that's sustainable long term. Short term it might not be a problem but long term you have to make sure that you can at the end of the day walk away with some money. Your debt service coverage ratio very important to keep a, an eye on especially if you're thinking about getting a loan from a bank. Uh, just about every business plan we've done and every loan bank loan transaction we've been a part of it's been one of the ratios that the bank goes just looks at and they they look at it and they, it's got to be one because the way that it's calculated is how much your operating income is divided by how much debt you have so if you have more income than debt that means your ratio is going to be greater than one most banks you know if you're under one it means you're not making enough money to pay back your loans which is obviously not good most banks will want to look at it make sure it's like 1.5 or 2 and that's an important one because that's definitely one that almost every bank that that I've dealt with wants to calculate that ratio and uh and I know it's one that the a lot of SBA lenders look at as well so might not be very important for your day-to-day operations but when it comes time to get a loan from a bank definitely one you got to take a look at your inventory turnover is also very important if you have inventory uh, and again this is the amount of times you sell your inventory over in one year the reason this is an important aspect is because essentially if you have a retail store and you have fifty thousand dollars worth of inventory in the store the only way that you're going to make more money is by selling more product and that's going to be reflected directly in your inventory turnover and the other thing is, especially in our high pay society, if you're not selling your inventory fast enough, it's going to depreciate very fast. So if you're dealing with anything electronic, if that inventory, you don't have a way of getting of selling it or returning it after it becomes obsolete, you're going to start losing money on it. So it's also very important to be able to get that inventory through your system very fast if, if that's the type of business that you have. Uh, one thing that I'd do want to mention just a quick note. Um, if you're de- dealing with any international business as well, some of these terms that we use in the United States are used differently in other countries, especially ones that have British or UK influence. And specifically, the word turnover, if you're dealing with any company, let's say from um, India or from any of the the former British colonies, turnover means revenue, not in the way that it's used like an inventory turnover in the United States. So they use turnover for revenue. And it can be conf- confusing sometimes if you're t- if you're doing business abroad and, and you're talking about numbers and they're talking about revenue or sales and they're using the term turnover and you're thinking, well, what's turning over? <laughs> and so keep, keep that in mind. Some of these terms are are going to differ a little bit. I mean, there's a huge push from both the US and the um, IFRS, which is the International Financial Standards Board, to create a unified system. And it's getting there. There's only a couple minor changes between the two systems. And this is when it comes to public reporting. Uh, and it's getting very unified. So there's not a lot of changes. It makes it easy to read financial statements from any company, whether it's abroad or in the US, if they're using the IFRS system. But some of the terms just in business might be a little bit different. Uh, the last thing 
Day sales outstanding, also very important for small business. And that you have to make sure you can collect your money. And because you can have as many sales as you want, but if you can't collect your money at the end of the day, you're not going to have enough cash flow to pay your expenses. And there's ways of mitigating this as well. You can use a factoring company. Uh, that can be a great way to reduce the time and really collect your money a lot faster. So keep that in mind as well. There, there's a lot of ways for a lot of these ratios to go ahead and increase them. Inventory turnover, for example, can be mitigated by making sure you have good contracts with your inventory providers that you can possibly return inventory that's not selling well and get something else in there that is selling well, or be able to look at what's not selling well, maybe discount it and get it out the door, get it off the sales floor and get hotter product on. All right, Vlad, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to Strategic Insights Radio on Business Radio X, and we'll have more right after this. Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. And welcome back to Strategic Insights Radio and back to our host, the CEO of Sterling Rose Consulting Corps, Vlad Ruse. Thank you, Mike. And we're talking about today financial statements, financial ratios, and how to apply them to small business, how to apply them to your business and really get the most benefit out of having up-to-date accounting because a lot of companies do have accounting that's up-to-date and they get a report every month or every quarter and they do nothing with it because they don't know how to. So wanted to get into some ratios that, again, are going to apply to your business, are going to apply to a business that you're managing and that can help you sort of muddle through all the financials and all the numbers and get to the information that's going to be helping you to manage your company or your team. There are a lot of ratios and there's also key performance indicators. Uh, and I, I think a lot of people are familiar with that buzzword KPIs. And that's another, really just another word for a ratio that has to do with a certain underlying aspect of your business. And, you know, for example, uh, a couple of important ratios for different industries for restaurants. You always have to watch your payroll percentage and your cost of food percentage. That's an important aspect. Those are the two biggest costs for most restaurants. And they have to make sure that they don't cross a certain tr threshold. Cost of food is one that's also been important lately for a lot of restaurants because food costs can be very volatile. You have to be responsive to understand that you have to raise your prices or maybe decrease a portion uh, of your meal, of the meals that you're serving in order to keep that food percentage cost uh, around your target. Uh, another thing for restaurants, obviously, see turnover. Uh, when you're in a busy restaurant, you have to make sure that you can get a lot of people in the door. And that's also an important thing if you don't have a lot of seats and maybe it's a, more of a lunch uh, type crowd, you have to get them in and get them out quick. And that's also an important thing. One of the companies that I manage, for example, trucking company, um, our fuel cost per mile and our revenue per mile are very important key performance indicators. We have to make sure that we are making efficient use of our trucks and getting the amount of money we need per mile, not just 
per contract and uh, also our fuel costs um, a little bit out of our control, but there's also things we can do, uh, the contracts we can negotiate to get a little bit better costs on buying diesel at the pump. Um, you know, for radio and TV, for example, your average listener or viewership per show, also important to keep a look at. Obviously, you know, that will be a KPI for that industry. Hotels, occupancy rates. Uh, that's a big thing for hotels. You have to make sure that you can keep all your rooms booked and uh, not have too much lag between somebody moving out and somebody moving in. In uh, retail, sales per square foot is a very important uh, KPI to really make sure that you're using your space because retail is always expensive real estate. You have to make sure you're using your, your space efficiently. And each industry and company needs to really determine the best KPIs and how that's going to benefit them and how that's going to ensure that that's reflective of what they're trying to to do. And that's going to help them overall really increase their sales or decrease their operating, make them more efficient. And overall, just you know, the bottom line is increasing profit. And important aspect, so once you have all these numbers, and a lot of these you can obviously work with your account to get a lot of these numbers. And once you have these numbers, it's also important to really understand, you know, have a reference point to really understand these numbers because just a number by itself is not going to tell you. Having a net margin of 5% or 6% is not going to tell you a lot. Having a net margin of 15% is not going to tell you a lot unless you're comparing it to something else. And you can compare it to previous periods. So you can compare it, say, what your profit was this year versus last year, which I think is very typical for most businesses. You want to look at, okay, how did we do last year? How did we do this year? How did we do last month? If you're in a seasonal business, you might want to look at not necessarily how you did the previous month, but maybe how you did last month in the same year. And the other way to compare is look at industry averages. Uh, how are you doing compared to the rest of the industry? For example, a, a client uh, of mine that owns a hotel, he was worried about occupancy rates, but his rates were higher than the average by far. So the question is, at that point, do you want to try to get even higher occupancy rates, which is much higher than the average? Or are there maybe other, other ways to improve profit uh, such as becoming more efficient. So just setting the target instead of trying to have an occupancy rate of 95%, which is very hard to achieve, realizing that, okay, we're going to probably hover around 85 90% and let's look at other options of how we can make things more efficient. And that's an important aspect for a lot of these ratios. Sometimes it's kind of the law of diminishing returns. You can spend all this energy on getting a certain ratio higher, but it might not be beneficial in the end. The amount of return you get on that investment to increase your efficiency or increase your sales might not necessarily be the best way to go about doing it. It, it might be taking the hard hard way or the hard road to get those numbers up. And there can be better ways of just looking at it from a different perspective, looking at it from maybe adding a new technology to increase efficiency. So that's really important for a lot of businesses. Make sure that you can understand what those numbers mean and be able to use those numbers to manage your business. Really using those ratios and KPIs is a much more efficient way to monitor the health of your business and just looking at financial statements. A lot of times you just when you're looking at financial statements, it's just too too much information, it's too hard to read or analyze. Most of the time, 
they don't really provide a lot of insight for management to really understand it. a lot of small businesses. They're having um, an accounting firm maybe handle their accounting and they're getting a statement, a profit and loss, they're getting a balance sheet at the end of at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter. They're really not sure how to read it, how to understand it, how to use that for the benefit of really increasing the overall sales for the company or the overall profitability. So really important aspects to applying this to your business. You have to find out what performance measure makes sense for your business. If you're working with somebody to, that's helping you manage your accounting, most business owners are, uh, or if you're managing your own, you have to really un- look at it and understand, okay, what's, what's going to make sense for your business to monitor? Is it going to be your net margin? Uh, again, you know, net margin is great. You want to know what the profit is, but there's nothing directly you can do that's really going to affect that. But if you say we're going to look at our food costs and decide if we're going to maybe increase our prices or decrease the portion size a little bit, that's going to be a very important way of and direct way that you can affect that metric. The other important thing is to, once you figure out what makes sense for your business to do, you want to develop a reporting system that will show you the relevant data. Uh, again, if you're working with an accountant, you should be able to set something up where you can get a report that shows you that data so you can decide what measures you can take to go ahead and remedy any deviation from what you're expecting. You have to know what to ask and what to look for when analyzing this data. And um, as the, the purpose of this show, and hopefully that gave you enough insight into asking the right questions to be able to make use of the accounting firm you're using or the account that you have on staff and really be able to get the metrics that you need. Because you don't want to just track financial data. You want to also look at your operational and your managerial data in order to have a better understanding. Sometimes financial data is not really going to help you a lot in the long run. So it might be more beneficial to track other things such as occupancy rates for a hotel. You know, Obviously, that's one of the big things which is going to have a direct effect on your bottom line and your top line. You have to really be able to track that. And that's not going to come from, from a financial statement either. So there's going to be certain things as far as managerial decisions and operational decisions that are not going to come from financial statements. They're going to come from looking at your business and tracking what's important to your business and using that data efficiently and to be able to really use that to make the, the right financial decisions and, and the right operational and managerial decisions. Again, some of this data financially, you want to you want to keep an eye on. Know what your ratios are. Most people know or think they know what their profitability is. Again, profitability is, is relative as well. I mean, some industries like trucking, the overall average is about four point five percent, but it's a high volume industry, so the revenue numbers are very large. Other industries like consulting, the Net margin is typically very high because there's not a lot of overhead, uh, but it's also you're not also selling a product, so you're limited to the amount of hours that consultants have in a day. So overall, know what to ask for, know what to track, and be able to use those numbers and figure out for your business what makes it feasible and, and what is going to help you take your business to the next level. All right, Vlad, that's a lot of great information and a lot of information, period. So 
The great thing is for any of our listeners, if you need to pause the show, you can pause and take your notes or you can replay any parts of the show as well to make sure you get a lot of that information. That wraps up our time on Strategic Insights Radio. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Made Right of Duluth and Sterling Rose Consulting Corps. For more information about the show, for our host, Vlad Ruse, or any information about our sponsors, you can visit strategicinsightsradio.com. To reach Vlad Ruse, CEO of Sterling Rose Consulting Corps directly, you can call him at 470-238-9097 or visit sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. Again, that's Sterling Rose Consulting Corps, and that's corecorp.com. Thanks again for listening. And remember, you can download a free white paper on the subject from Strategic Insights Radio following the show. We'll see you next time. When it comes to having your home clean, you don't want just anyone doing it. You want the same cleaning team that provides a consistent higher standard of cleaning every time. Sounds like you need to call MadeRight of Duluth. MadeRight's cleaners are consistent, insured, bonded business owners that use the best practices and products on the market today, such as the patented EnviroShield Home Protection Disinfecting System. Life is short. Clean less. Call MadeRight of Duluth today and leave the cleaning to us.